Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 305 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to break down the A&M Arkansas game. We're going to talk about the upcoming Mississippi State A&M game. That's this weekend. We're also going to talk about some TV things that we're really looking forward to because you know we need to have goals. If you have not joined us yet on Patreon, we would love for you to do that. Our most recent episode is with our friend Retha, who is also our business coach, and she is going to talk us through transition and why it can be so hard and so tricky and how it gets tangled up with our idols. Just a lot of good practical wisdom there. We would also love for you to stop by our Amazon shop to see some of the things that we love and love to use. That's at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. Alrighty, as always, we are so happy that you're here and we hope you enjoy episode 305. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. I should tell you that I'm in a hotel room and the air conditioner is very loud and I, I can't turn it off. And so, because oh. the fan blows all the time. I mean, I guess I could turn the fan off. But anyway, if you hear a dull roar in the background, that's what it is. I can't hear anything. I can't okay. hear it. It sounds like your mic is very stationary and your <laughs> connection is very clear. Yes. My and mic so- is very stationary, I okay. will say. Well, I would expect no less. I would expect no less. So so we had some football this past weekend. Listen, I woke up this morning. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I woke up this morning with what can only be described as a football hangover. Like I, <gasps> I woke up with it Sunday morning too, but we had to get up and go to church and I had to praise the Lord. So I was, I, I was able to kind of get over it a little bit. Right. But is, is it sunk in? to me that the the debacle that was that game you have you have a little a, a little PTSD from the it the emotional think. roller coaster mm-hmm. it was of all the Arkansas versus A&M games this was the most Arkansas versus A&M game of all of them like it, it it was in fact a fantastic Arkansas A&M game I have to say just because it lived up to to its reputation and yeah. then and then said, you know what? I'm gonna raise you a little bit. I'm gonna yeah. surpass what we've been through in the mm-hmm. in the past. Yeah. Now I didn't text you this during the game, but this was the thought I had as I was watching. Okay, tell me. I thought in the in the second quarter, I thought mm-hmm. if the defense can do something big, AM's gonna get in this thing the second half. Okay. And lo and behold, the defense did something big and y'all got in it second half. But but up until your defense made a big play. Ugh. Oh, it was it was it was, 
it was something. It was painful. I'm going to tell you that that first quarter, like Perry Shankel had to be the voice of reason and talk me <laughs> off the ledge. Because when Arkansas went up 14 to nothing, I was like, I'm done. I'm out. I was like, I went and poured another glass of wine and I said, I'm done. And he was like, well, let's just change the channel. And I was like, no, no, no. Ah! Ah! I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I, at that point, I really did think, I thought we're going to lose 45 to nothing. Like we're going to lose 45 to nothing. Our offense could not get it together. And then finally I tweeted that I said, I would like to buy a first down. We didn't even have a first down in the first quarter. And Mm -hmm. lo and behold, we had a touchdown drive that next time. And I was like, okay. It was like, I spoke it into existence. hundred percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then I said, when they were driving on defense and they were about to come back, Arkansas was about to score. I said, I would like to see a fumble or whatever. And then lo and behold, the scoop and score happened. So I I felt like I was speaking some things into existence. And so I was trying to will it, but I can't, I can't do that every week. I need to pull it together. It's too big a burden to bear. It is to feel like what, what can I do? But I just, I, I don't, in the words of Jerry Reed, this is how I feel about my football team from eastbound and down. We have a long way to go and a short time to get there. <laughs> if I could use music legally on the podcast, I would put that in there right, right now. Mm-hmm. I would appreciate that. So all that to say, do I feel good? I, I don't know. I saw some, I saw some good things. There were some pros, but I mean, in that game, so Anaya Smith, who y'all know is one of my favorite players. I love Anaya Smith. He broke his leg during that game. He's got a high ankle sprain. So his career probably with the Aggies is finished. So that's gut wrenching and heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. It was and, awful. And I was trying to make him okay uh-huh. because he, he was putting weight on it as he left uh-huh. the field. And so I was like, maybe, it, maybe it's just, but yeah. he was clearly in so much pain. Uh-huh. And because of the way the, that it wasn't necessarily the angle of his leg, but it was the force yeah. that his leg got hit. Yeah. I, it just, it it looked like it was, it was bad. So yeah. that was certainly sad. Yes. Yeah. Well, and when they showed he, him with his daddy on the sidelines and he had that towel over his head, I was like, no, if your dad's there and you got the towel over your head, that's not a good situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just, and, but I feel like that's how that game always is. Like there are these injuries. I felt like it just, I mean, it, to me, the most fitting thing and listen, Arkansas fans, I felt for y'all when that oink doink is, they will call it forever, forever off that field, the, the goalpost. I was like, this is the most Arkansas A&M ending because nobody really feels good about it. You know what I mean? Right. Like nobody, you just, you're like, mm, okay, well, so the game is over that there you have it. Well, that poor Arkansas kicker, mm-hmm. like, Oh. Have mercy. He looked pitiful on the, on the sidelines. And then yeah. in the Auburn-Missouri game, the oh. Missouri kicker missed a straight-on 26-yard field yeah. goal that would have won them that game. Yeah. And I was immediately just smitten with that kicker because they call him the thicker kicker because yeah. he looks like an offensive lineman who decided maybe that he could kick a football. Yeah. So, yeah. you know what I mean? He just he did. Did not have the typical build of Mm-mm. a kicker. No. Um, but, but like I texted you, like American parents everywhere, if you're listening, 
get your kids out in the front yard because we need kickers. It's just, I mean, A&M, we trotted out some kicker named Randy Bond, who I'd never even heard of to try to kick a field goal that he missed on Saturday night. I'm like, what's happening with the kickers? Like what? No, because, you know, I used to tell Alex all the time, like, I, I mean, I know he's built to be an offensive lineman, but still like get out there and kick that football. Yeah. there's a there's a need for sure but I I really did I felt for the Missouri kicker I felt for the Arkansas Uh kicker that was Uh a crazy way to end y'all's game it was a crazy crazy way to end the game even when it hit the goalpost I I thought initially that it came back and like I I didn't see it well yeah but then you could tell by the reactions that that it yeah that it was not good Mm -hmm. no it was very strange but I will say the only thing and I don't know if this is true but I did read this. And if it is true, it makes me real happy. And they said that because that's an NFL stadium, the goalposts are higher there than they are. So if that had been in a college stadium, which is where that game should be played, right? that field goal would have gone in. So Jerry Jones got what was coming to him. And I hated seeing his smug face. And I was glad that he had to hand us the trophy. I hate playing in that stupid stadium. I hate that game. I'm glad it's over. (laughs) Always good. Always good to have an optimistic outlook about that particular (laughs) rivalry, right? Always. Because you know what I kept thinking is right before that, literally, like our game was late to start on A&M because the Longhorns got beat by Texas Tech. I I knew we were going to get to that. Yeah. Uh Guns up, by the way, on that. And I thought this is going to be like Notre Dame losing on the weekend. We lost to App State all over again. I'm not going to even get to rejoice in this Longhorn (laughs) loss. But. Alas, but alas, I did. And (laughs) to top it off, Oklahoma lost too. So I was like, the Lord was good is what I'm saying. But it just, but how do I feel about A&M football in general? I don't know. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm, I'm trying to be breezy. So last week I went and got a manicure at the salon. And what I remembered is how much I hate going and getting manicures at the salon. I don't know why I did it because I am a fan of the Olive and June manicure system. Painting my nails has never been easier. I have never been great at it, but I hate going to get manicures. I don't want to do gel or dip because I've ruined my nails again. So I'm back to my Olive and June. With the Olive and June mani system, you can treat yourself to beautiful nails on your time. I love the sheer set of colors because I like a light neutral polish and I had to try it and believe it, but their nail polishes on my hands that I am not easy with last seven or more days and they don't chip and I am not delicate with my hands. To me, the Olive and June Manny system is the ultimate secret behind salon perfect nails at home, all in one, no guessing, no messy nails, no salon price tag. And they have press-ons if that's your thing. It's a salon look in minutes that's better than gel. They last 10 or more days and they come with so many sizes so you can find your best fit, which is so important for me because I have little bitty nail beds. The system comes with everything you need, plus the best removal system that protects your nails. You can choose your favorite length and shape and achieve the perfect fit. It's nearly double what has been on the market before. The manicure system comes with everything you need in one box. I have all the tools I need to give myself a manicure and it makes it super easy. You can get beautiful salon perfect nails at home, and that is now a dream come true with Olive and June. Your new nail life is here. Visit oliveandjune.com slash bigboo for 20% off your first Manny system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash B-I-G-B-O-O for 20% off your first Manny system. 
Well, Mississippi State played the Bowling Green Falcons, <laughs> and and we won. And no, I mean no no ill will towards Bowling Green, uh-huh. just not a football powerhouse. Yeah, um, and we won like forty five to something for a, a lot to a little. Uh-huh. But what got me afterwards was like just online there was all this optimism, and even the announcer at the end of the game was like, "Well, if today's any indication, I like what I see from these Bulldogs." Uh-huh. And I wanted to say, "Sir, we're playing the Bowling Green Falcons." <laughs> I don't know if you saw what happened to us last weekend at LSU, but sir, it was ugly. Yeah. And I don't necessarily feel like, I mean, a win's a win and that's great, but yeah. I don't necessarily feel just filled with confidence about the fact that we play A&M next week based on this good performance against the Bowling Green Falcons. Well, so Melanie and I were talking before we started to record because this is the big, big bowl coming up this, this coming up Saturday. And both of us are just convinced that if we can find a way mm-hmm. somehow for nobody to win this game, that will feel just right. Yeah. Like it'll feel on brand. If there's just a way it's, I said, it's going to be a lot like the Auburn Missouri game this weekend where it's like, who, who wants to lose more because yeah. we're going to find a way to lose is what's going to happen. I have no idea what to expect. I don't either. What team's going to be there for us? What team's going to be there for y'all? That's it. And I mean, I'm saying like, you're like your big win over Bowling Green, but as somebody whose team lost to App State in week two of the season, what I'm saying is, is, you know, you can't discount a big win over a Bowling Green. That means something. Absolutely. I mean, I'm always happy for them to do well. I just don't think it was this big predictor of future success. Maybe. Will Rogers had a great game. I, Mm -hmm. I love watching him play, but I don't know are we going to be the team that beat the Bowling Green Falcons handily? Or are we going to yeah. be the team that lost to LSU? Is that the same team? I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. I always yeah. love the state A&M game because I don't, I don't necessarily get super worked up about it. So no, it's going to be what it's going to be. I mean, yeah. you know, I'll be sitting there Saturday afternoon and you know, we'll just see what happens, but I'm saying, I don't know. What offense is going to show up? I don't know if we're going to be able to get our snaps. I don't know who our field goal kicker is. I, you know, I don't, there's a whole lot I don't know. Well, so, I told you Saturday, or I told you Sunday that uh-huh. I think even I had a false start penalty for the Texas yeah. AM Aggies this past oh. weekend. So many third down penalties. It's so just, it was, it was crazy. So it was crazy. It was crazy. I got to iron that out for sure. Yeah, we got to figure that out. And I, you know, in the refs, I'm going to say in that game were not my favorite. I felt like there was a very clear, very clear pass interference on Evan Stewart in 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 the third quarter that would have been a touchdown. I mean, if somebody is actually physically pushed out of the end zone when a ball is catchable and the defenders are not looking for the ball, is that pass interference? Normally, 99% of the time it is, but it wasn't on Saturday. But listen. We pulled it out. And I don't want to sound like I wasn't happy about the win. I was happy that we won. A win is a win is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. But I just, in general, I just, optimism isn't really my go-to this particular football season. What game was it where the part, like there was a player, was it y'all's game? There was a player that was about the score right at the goal line and reached uh-huh. and like switched the hand the ball was in. That was Missouri. That was okay. the Missouri Auburn game. And it That's was that exactly poor right. Missouri. He would have scored and he didn't need to switch hands. He, he could have barreled in and he switched hands and he fumbled and it was a touchback. And that was the end of the game. Yeah. That's what David said. Well, that's a whole sermon right there. Yeah. Like uh-huh. that, that whole thing was a sermon. Yeah. 
I don't know what the sermon is, but I mean, it was a teachable moment for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Okay. So, so. do you have side eyes and I see yous? I do. I have a couple okay. of side eyes. My number one, and I'm just going to say, I've got a side eye to Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo, <laughs> you have 47 pages of offensive plays that you're leafing through like it's a menu at Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> And I need you to get it together because that's a coaching thing, that delay of game, whatever, like figure out your plays. You know what I mean? Or hire an offensive coordinator to call in your plays. I need you to quit thumbing through. On TechSag, somebody said it takes a long time to look through the offensive plays for old people book. And that (laughs) feels like the truest thing. Let's figure it out. I have a side eye to Clemson because y'all barely got away with Wake Forest. I don't think you're the number five team in the country. I continue to say that. Side eye also to OU. You lost to K-State. So mm-hmm. they get a side eye. The Longhorns, of course, get a side eye because they almost pulled it out, which is so Longhorn, but they didn't in the end and they lost in Lubbock, which is the worst place to lose, I can tell you. I also had Texas on my list for side eyes mm-hmm. for and I don't even know that rivalry like you do, but I just, you know, you you play Alabama like you play Alabama and then, you know, go to tech and I don't know. So side eye there. And then my other side eye, I just have two Mm -hmm. is for the Auburn Tigers who I really like the Auburn Tigers, but let me tell you something. Brian Harson inherited a sinking ship when he, when he took that job and where, where my side eye really comes into play is with that athletic department, not with the mm-hmm. football team. Football team's doing the best they can. Like the football yeah. team's getting out there and trying to get it done. But my goodness, the grownups in that situation need to need to, yeah. need to pull it together. And so, yeah. you you know, they got rid of their athletic director. They seem to be run by their boosters, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, the boosters allegedly have uh-huh. some undue influence there. And so I, I I feel for him. Now, that being said, I would have loved to see some fire from Brian Harson on that sideline. Yeah. I, di- I didn't feel like, I-, I felt like the wind went out of that stadium second half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. what about ICUs? Well, my first ICU goes to my beloved Damani Richardson because oh. that heads up, golly, that's one of the best plays I've ever seen in college football. Like the scoop oh. and score, like the heads up. When Tyreek Chappell had gotten the ball, so if you don't know, what happened was is K.J. Jefferson, he went to, he was going to try to run it into the end zone. He fumbled That's the Arkansas quarterback. That's the Arkansas quarterback. Tyreek Chappell got the fumble, and he starts to run, and it becomes pretty clear that he's going to be tackled. He's not going to make it. And Damani Richardson kind of backtracks and runs around and is saying, give me the ball, give me the ball. He hands him the ball and he takes off and it happens so fast that Mm -hmm. even the announcers were like, oh, he's, and then it was like, whoa, I mean, it. I'm going to tell you, I scared Mabel and Piper. I (laughs) jumped up and down. It was something. The presence of mind. Yes. And, and see, that's the thing. They had the presence of mind in that moment to communicate and, and to shift the whole momentum of the game. Yes. So, you know, there's crazy ability there. That's it. That's Mm -hmm. it. And I feel like if we, if A&M ends up having a good season, if we can find an upswing and we can go up from here, I feel like that moment was a turning point in the season. Like I feel like from a, for a momentum shift, like yeah. that moment felt like a huge momentum shift in that game. And so the heads up of Damani Richardson was just amazing. And I like him anyway, because I think he's a great kid. 
So that's my first ICU. My second one is to Kansas because I feel bad for my Kansas people that y'all are not ranked because you're four and oh right now. And you're listen, we see you, Kansas. You're doing good. <laughs> Keep it up. And then K State beat OU, the number yeah. six team in the country. And so listen, the whole state of Kansas gets an ICU from me this week. Come on, Kansas. Yeah. Um, all right. So my first ICU is actually to an AM player, and it's to Devin A. Chain. I felt no. like there was a there was a point in that game where he said, Okay, my shoulders get on. Uh-huh. Yeah. And 100%. I felt like when he started, like when he started being able to run with some dominance, it was contagious. I felt yeah. like I felt like Max Johnson got more confident. I just, I felt like things started to click a little bit. Y'all started to move a little yeah. bit better up and down the field. So he's my first one. And then my second ICU is to the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Okay. Four and oh, and number 21 hadn't been in the, in the, the polls in a couple of years, along with Florida state. He's in the top 25 for the first time in yes. four years. Yeah. So I like seeing the, 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 the fresh energy coming into the top 25 from some, some people who aren't in it all the time. So mm -hmm. good for y'all. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Also, we have to say, and we've mentioned them, I think every week we've talked about football, Yeah. but, but Tennessee said, Hey, everybody. Yeah. Tennessee said, look, who's in the top 10. If you haven't watched the SEC shorts this week, you've got to, because it's hilarious. But okay, it, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's so funny. You need to watch it. It's really going to make you laugh. But okay. Tennessee said, hey, we're, we're for real. We're mm -hmm. for real. So yeah. Now, I, yeah, Tennessee and Kentucky. I mean, like, okay, that's not necessarily, I mean, over the last few years, at least that hasn't necessarily been where your, your East powerhouse resided, no. but, but here we are. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting because I feel like this is the first year, like I feel like the East is really competitive and it's going yeah. to be interesting to see who emerges. I mean, I tend to think it's going to be Georgia, Me but too. they struggled a little bit against Kent State. So yes, we'll they see. Did. So we'll see. Today, I want to tell y'all about Haya vitamins, and here's why I love them. When Caroline was little, I was always trying to find a good multivitamin that she would actually take and that wasn't full of sugar because typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk that growing kids should never eat. But that's why Haya was created, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. And while most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, yet they taste great and they're perfect for picky eaters. They fill in the most common gaps in children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with the yummy taste they love because our kids are not gonna eat all the vegetables they need to get all the nutrients that they need. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash Big Boo. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash Big Boo and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. So, um, so what else? You are currently traveling. I'm currently traveling. Um, I, David had a work thing in Maine. I'm here with him. I am hopefully going to write a little bit this morning. I went walking. Mm -hmm. um, I will say there are a lot of people here right now. Like it was, there were a lot okay. of tourist buses. There were a lot of, of people um, milling about, but it's a lot 
clearer than it was when we were here back in the summer. And I mean, mm-hmm. just like it's, it's sunny and the skies are blue today. And okay. so I can, I feel like I can see things much better mm. than I ever could. Cause it was real dreary when we were here back in the summer, but okay. anyway, so here we are. And well, we left Birmingham yesterday and, um, but it was Sanford family weekend this past weekend. So Friday night, Alex's roommate's family was in town, like his, uh-huh. his parents who we've met and then his younger sister and his younger brother. And so Alex texted me like, I don't know, maybe Thursday afternoon and said, I think we should do hibachi Friday night with Jackson's family. And I was like, well, how does Jackson feel about this plan? Uh-huh. He was like, oh, we've talked about it. So we went to a hibachi place with them and sat around the table you know, and, in, in the, and had the big show with all the, you know, making the yes. rice and oh, the yeah. noodles and the stuff. And it was so fun. We just, we've loved getting to know them. And, um, Alex and Jackson were great. And of course we were delighted to be able to spend some time in the presence of the college students, which yes. is a, a precious and rare thing. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> valuable, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. but it was, it was really great. And then, Saturday, we were kind of on the fence about how much we were going to do with family weekend because Alex was not sure what all he was going to have to do. And he, they had rush last week. And so we didn't know if that was going to play into what his plans were on Saturday, Uh but he Uh ended up, he called me. There was at one point he was like, look, my allergies are terrible. Um, I'm just, I'm so tired. And so he like, just kind of took a minute and he said, I think I'm going to go take a nap. And I said, okay, that's fine. Okay. So we didn't even see him Saturday, but oh, I was wow. proud of him for knowing like, Hey, I need a boundary right now. Yes. So this, this is what I'm going to do. So okay. anyway, so, but we had a great time Friday night. It was so fun to see them. That's and then fun. we left super early Sunday morning, yesterday morning for the airport, like four twenty-five, mm-hmm. four in the morning. And um, which means that my alarm went off at three 30 in the morning. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> that is just terrible. I know. But here was the great thing because my sister and my brother-in-law live, you know, right around the corner. Now uh-huh. he said Saturday night, he was like, Hey, how about I take you out to the airport in the morning, which had oh, never occurred delightful. to us because yes. we've never had, you know, like family right around the corner who could yeah. take us to the airport. So my goodness, if that wasn't just a luxury for him to, pull up at 425 and uh-huh. put the luggage in the back of the car. And I don't know, it was great. So that's nice. Yeah. So we're going to do some stuff uh, this week with some of David's coworkers. And then we're going to go out to dinner some, I'm hopefully going to try to make some forward progress on the writing front and I'll probably do a good bit of sleeping too. So I don't mind that. Okay. All right. So you got some goals is what it sounds I like. I really do. Last night we went to a place that was on somebody feed field on the, this, I guess it was the last season when he was here in Portland and he went to a place called duck fat and they specialize mm-hmm. in these hand cut fries in like duck fat gravy. Mm-hmm. And Yum. there's that a, sounds delicious. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something. Mm. There's, there are two versions here, like one kind of like a smaller place that I think is pretty close to David's office. And then there's a restaurant. We went last night, it was packed, but we ended up getting two seats at the bar and we split an order of the fries in the gravy. And I was like, and it has um, like cheese curds on the top. Uh It was so good. Oh Uh my gosh. I've never had anything like that before. Like I've, yeah. I've never had those flavors together before. 
And then we each got a sandwich. I actually ate our leftovers like sandwich halves today at lunch, but um, the most delicious smoked turkey sandwich. It was just good. Like, man, Sounds and good. Portland's kind of a foodie town, which I don't think I knew before we mm-hmm. came here this summer. So like we're going in a completely different direction tonight. Um, I th- like every night we can kind of do a different kind of, of food. And so I don't know, I think that'll be fun. And I okay. just like walking around here. It's so different. Yeah. And you know, everything's so much older than it is in Birmingham. Yeah. And I yeah. realized this morning I'm very, very, and I'm not a self-conscious person at all, mm-hmm. but I am so self-conscious about my accent here. <laughs> I can't listen. Not that I have an accent, of course. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> But I can even be like in California and there are Southerners like, like, I don't know. It doesn't feel as strange, but here where you have like the main accent and the Boston Mm -hmm. accent, I feel like anything I say, it's like I scream, you know, and anything I say, inevitably somebody says, do you care if I ask you where you're from? And Uh so today I had to go to Walgreens and I was like, literally, I was just trying to get like, thanks. Like, (laughs) yes, yes. Because I don't know, I feel so self-conscious about it. Apparently Uh it stands out a little bit. So I just try to say, you know, yes, I don't, I don't even, yes, one syllable, you know, (laughs) I know you, you know, thanks. So you don't even hear yourself. Caroline made fun of me when I was in, I guess, in college station, like two weekends ago, and we had gone to that barbecue and I was meeting new people. And she was like, you say hi with so many syllables when you meet new people. And I don't even, but she's like, you're like, hi. And I'm like, oh, I don't even, sorry. That's what I do. Sorry. I'm friendly. I don't even say hi. I say, hey, hey. (laughs) So I'm, I can't, I mean, I can't change it, but Uh I thought today I'm really not saying many words because I just, I feel like I stand out like a sore thumb. So yeah, yeah, it is different. It is different. Mm -hmm, So for sure. But I also went this morning so that I would have, they would be here when David got home this afternoon um, to this, there's a place called the Holy Donut. Oh, okay. And it's, they make their, they have potato donuts. So they're very light and fluffy and delicious. They're so good. We got them the last time we were here. And so I can't wait because that'll be our dessert when we come back from supper tonight. We'll have a a holy donut. So I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. That sounds delicious. Today, I want to tell you all about Osea. Osea is a California-based skincare and body care brand that has been making clean, vegan, and cruelty-free skincare products for over 25 years. They use seaweed as their hero ingredient because it's a nutrient-rich superfood with endless benefits, including anti-aging and moisturization. Y'all know those are my two key things. Osea's TikTok Famous Body Oil is now in body better form. I cannot tell y'all how much I love this body better. It smells great. It is luxurious. It's nutrient-rich. It has whipped shea butter. It transforms dry, crepey skin to feel smooth, soft, and supple. I love it clinically proven results for an unmatched body care experience. You get 72 hours of proven hydration. It's perfect for anybody who's busy or lazy and doesn't want to put lotion on all the time. It's buttery rich texture. It sinks into my skin instantly and it feels fantastic. I take it with me everywhere I go. I love the citrusy scent. 
it is the perfect addition to your fall skincare routine, especially as the weather is about to get colder and drier, hopefully. For clean body care that gives you facial skincare level results, you've got to try Osea. And right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. You can get 10% off your first order site-wide with promo code BIGBOO at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order, and orders over $50 get free shipping. You're going to want it all. Go to OseaMalibu.com, promo code BIGBOO. Well... I have not had anything nearly that exciting. We had, um, so we had some friends come and spend the night with us Friday night, which was great, but I had gotten in on my Pura. You know, I love my Pura and I had gotten in a couple of different scents that I was going to try. And so during the week, I was like trying to figure out like what I liked. And at some point I had something in and I think it was like, I think Perry said later, he was like, I think it was a combination of that. I had put on my oils that I'm trying to use to help my hormones. Yes. And I'd had a candle lit and I had this pure scent going, but he walked in and he said, has somebody been smoking Marlboro's in our house? Like, <laughs> I think it was, you ever did it. Mm-hmm. I think it was a little too heavy on the tobacco end mm-hmm. is what I'm going to say. And so then I put in another one and he walked in and he was like, he said, it well, it smells like Christmas. That was the next day. He's like, it smells like Christmas. So what I'm saying is, is I feel like my new scent profile is Santa Claus smoking a cigarette, you know, like. So all the pure Christmas things came out, what, like six weeks ago? Yes. And so they've started to come in. And so then you kind of feel like, well, I want to try it. I want to, yes. I want to know what I'm working with here. But yeah. there was also a day, maybe it was Saturday in our house where I was like, okay, it really, it seriously smells like, it kind of smells like old smoke in here. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't too know much. Which, <laughs> I don't know which one it was because they're programmed and different things, you know, I don't know, but it was, it was it was too much. It was, uh-huh. it was, it was less ambery and more old cigarette. And that was really not necessarily what I was going for. Yeah. It's not really a good one, but I'm going to tell you what I've hit on my, and I texted you this, but I thought I would share is the nest cedar leaf and lavender. Oh, is, I've ordered it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. I think it may be my favorite of all in terms of just a good year round scent, especially for fall and winter. Like it's the right mix. It feels very soothing. I love it a lot. So it's one, but I think so far the best of my holiday-ish scents that I've tried, and this is the one Perry's like, it smells like Christmas and it does, but it also just smells really good is it's an anthropology and it's the fresh balsam and cedar wood. So apparently oh. cedar is a big theme for me right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. If there were just a, a one called like Papaw's pipe, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> what I need. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, so I've, I've spent some time experimenting with scents, but I was really excited because number one, this morning, our first, and I'm going to use air quotes here that you can't see our first cool front of the season kind of came through. Oh. And so it's still going to be 90 degrees, but we have no humidity, which mm-hmm. feels really good. Um, because I also felt like that I was in an eternal struggle with the flies last week. I don't know why the flies all of a sudden decided to hatch or where they came from, but I can't even tell you like how many times I almost shut the door on the dogs. Cause I was like, y'all got to get in and out of this house faster than you're moving because the flies like what like house flies, house flies. And they okay. get on our back porch because I think the pecan, listen, I don't know that this is true. <laughs> Oh, I've never been more excited to hear a theory though. I can't wait. I think there's a lot of, 
the pecan leaves are falling right now and there's a lot of pecan sap okay <laughs> and i tend to think that it's coating a lot of stuff and that the flies are dropped listen i want you the next time you're in college station i want you to see if there's something to this you could ask one of caroline's professors i'm going like, to uh-huh because the- I don't know what's happened, but it's like all summer long, it was like fine, but it was so much where I was like, is this one of those like horror movies where something has died (laughs) under our house and we've got flies? Like why all the flies? And, but I'm like, but it doesn't smell. There's nothing, there's nothing going on. So I finally have landed on, I haven't even shared this with Perry because he would make fun of me, but I finally landed on, maybe it's the pecan sap. It could be. It It, could be. It could be. Absolutely. It could be. So I'm going to go with that. But anyway, all that to say, to have it cool off just a little bit, like the lows in the mornings are going to be in the mid sixties, which mm-hmm. just feels like at least we're getting there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're just, we're getting there now. It's still going to be in the nineties, but I'm so tired of being hot. I felt like it put me in a bad mood all weekend. Cause I, I know, so I know hot. we got here and, and went, we walked to dinner last night when we went to duck fat mm-hmm. and it was like 58 outside. Oh. And I was like, let me get a jacket. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, it's chilly outside. Yes. I want to put on a sweatshirt, you know, like I'm so tired of my summer clothes, but I felt like there was that. And then I saw that the crown is returning for season five in November. Yes. I saw that too. And I thought, cause it's right around Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And the crown is a very wintry show to me, you know, like it feels like a winter show. And then I also saw that dead to me is coming back in November. So I felt like, because I am currently, I'll tell you what I'm currently doing is rewatching the Mindy project because I was like, there's nothing else to watch. And so I'm going to rewatch the Mindy project. What if you could finally have a bra that makes you look great in your clothes? It feels amazing. And it's actually super comfortable to wear all day. My biggest pet peeve is spending a lot of money on bras because they're expensive. And then realizing it's not comfortable that the straps don't stay the way they should, or it digs into me, or it just doesn't look good under my clothes. That is why I love third love. They're designed for your body and they even come in half cup sizes. So you always get a perfect fit. I don't want a bra that pinches or pokes. I don't want straps that slip. I don't want cups that gape. I don't want an ugly bra. When I put on the Third Love t-shirt bra, it feels amazing. It looks amazing. It looks great under my clothes. And it just is something that I can wear all day long and not hate. That is a bonus. Plus, it looks good. The 24-7 Classic T-Shirt Bra will be your everyday go-to bra. It forms to your body, so it always looks its best. It comes in over 60 sizes and half cups for a perfect fit. And best of all, it's invisible under clothes, so it works with every outfit. Plus, Third Love gives you a perfect fit promise. Love your fit, guaranteed. And if not, exchanges and returns are free for 60 days. Ditch your bad bras. Get a better one that makes you look and feel great. You can upgrade your bra today and get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash bigboo. That's 20% off your first order today at thirdlove.com slash bigboo. Well, I'm so glad you have broached this topic because I feel like I have... I have looked for reasons to have TV hope lately. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if it's the re- realization that Alex is really not coming back home, but I'm like, yeah. well, I'm, I'm, I, I need a whiteboard. I need to make a schedule. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I want to commit to some things. And here's what happened to me. Like, you know, I've always been a Handmaid's Tale watcher. Yes. And I really love season one of The Handmaid's Tale. And I didn't mind season two. Now, the last couple of seasons, I've been like, eh, but okay. I've stuck with it because I loved it so much. But I actually, I told Jamie Golden this last week. I was like, okay, 
And she hasn't watched The Handmaid's Tale in a couple of seasons. But I was like, all right, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to I'm going to watch the first episode of the new season. Yeah, they're they've really gotten into these big close ups of June's face of Elizabeth Moss's face. And okay. she's always angry, you know, which uh-huh. she's got a lot to be angry about, but whatever. Yeah. And I said, if there are more than two close-ups of June's face in the first five minutes, I think I'm out. So I'm not kidding. In the first five minutes, there were no fewer than seven close-ups of June's face. Oh, no. And June's really turned a corner. And listen, she's been through a lot, but I thought, I think, June, you're going to have to go through it on your own from here on out. I can't. So I'm out with The Handmaid's Tale. All right. So... I saw when I was like, what can I watch? There's a new season of the Great British Baking Show, which I always love because they're, yeah. they're just better than we are. Like, you know, there was a there was a, a moment on the first episode where Prue, one of the judges, looked at somebody's, um, they, they had to do these like cake things. And she looked at them and she said, they're not the most attractive, are they? Uh, like, they're just, <laughs> yeah. It's not terribly moist, is it? Mm. Um, they're just <laughs> so much better than we are. And there was another moment in a, in the second episode where one contestant had some real heartache about something she'd made, like a really devastating turn. And the way the other bakers rallied around her and sympathized with her and showed compassion. This is what I need in my life right now. Just compassionate people who are kind. So I love that it's back. Yeah. And then Abbott Elementary has started a new season, which that was my favorite show of of last year's TV season. So I haven't watched the first episode yet. I'm going to let them build up a little bit so I can, I can watch several at once, Uh but I love it so much. I cannot recommend that show enough. It is fantastic. And then of all things, I saw that we get a new season of our beloved Emily in Paris or Paris. Oh, I cannot wait on December 21st. It is my favorite show that I don't like at all. (laughs) Like, How I feel about Aggie football this season. You just summed it up. I I don't think it's particularly good, but yeah. I can't quit it. No. I love the clothes. I, yes. I love the trite plot lines. Yeah. Like I was kind of, I was kind of like legit into it at the end of last season because mm-hmm. of the love interest that came into the picture for Emily. Yeah. Yes. I don't know, but I was just like, that is what I need this Christmas. Yeah. Like, Alex will be home. Uh We'll have like Suzanne and Barry or in Birmingham. We'll have family all around us. And then I can sit and watch Emily in Paris one after another. Listen, it's a good time. Mm -hmm. You can listen to some bad French accents. You can watch a contrived plot line. It looks like she cuts her bangs in this season based on previews that I've seen. And so, I mean, Uh, I don't know what more you could want. There's not anything. There's not one thing I could want more Mm -hmm. than that. Mm -hmm. So I'm terribly excited about it. So that gives us. And there's also in there a new season of Somebody Feed Feel coming out. So okay, so we've got so there's hope on the horizon. So much to look forward to. So much to look forward to. So this is good. This is good to know. This Mm -hmm. is good to know. Okay, well, so there you have it. Now, when did you say Dead to Me is coming out? In November, I think it's November too. I think, and they said this will be the last season of Dead to Me. But I do love that show. 
Um, and I think it's good that we'll have the crown because, you know, I feel like this season of the crown is really going to focus on Charles and die falling apart. Yes. You know, we're yeah. going to see that whole thing. So we're going to have that and it's going to be depressing, but it'll be gloriously depressing. But then we can go right into Emily and Perry and yes. worry about her bangs and she's going to wear bright colors and her eyebrows are going to look fantastic. And oh, her so, eyebrows are the best. Yeah, they really are. And so it feels, it feels good. It feels yeah. like it'll be a good note to end the year on. It's weird to think like I saw Retha this morning was which by the way we just talked to Retha on our most recent Patreon and it's so good um, yes it about is transitions and when you're going through stuff and I don't know if y'all know this but Sophie and I have gone through some transitions <laughs> we've hardly talked about it in the last year or so <laughs> We have, we have dealt with some transitions. We, we talked barely to mentioned it. It's we probably been, news. We but, hardly mentioned it. I'd also yeah. like to talk about, do you remember that A&M beat Alabama and Caulfield <laughs> last year? Just things that haven't, that have maybe just slipped right under the radar. Listen, but, hope where you can is what I'm yeah, going to say. That's it. Mm. But when Rita this morning on our Instagram stories was talking about, we're in the final quarter of the year, like this yeah. is it, you know, like you got to finish strong. We got Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. It's going to, it's going to, life's going to come at us fast, y'all. Yeah. At least we got some good TV to get us through. Yeah. I just looked, somebody feed feel the new season starts on October 18th. So we've, we've got okay. some markers in September, October, November, December. We've got, we've got some, some real places to dig in. It's going to be that's so good. good. Oh, that is good. What a relief. Okay. Is it time for five favorites? I think it is time for five favorites. And I really thought hard about these this week because, um, I don't know. I just, I wasn't sure what my five favorites were. And then I remembered because I, you know, I, that I'm telling you that football game really took me down a bad path <laughs> Saturday night. And I'm so I had so to stop sorry. and think like, what is good? What is yeah. good in life? <laughs> Lord, would you show me a bright spot? <laughs> <laughs> what joy can be found? That's right. <laughs> Um, it's like a psalm. <laughs> it is. It is. This is my time to write a psalm. But mm -hmm. the first thing I ordered these a week ago because they just made me happy and I needed some new house shoes and I'd been ordering the new ones. I don't know when I became a person that wore house shoes, but I am now. Yeah. I don't, it, it, life comes at you fast is what I'm telling you. That also, when, sometimes I have to stop myself and think, oh, put on real shoes before you leave your house. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. 100%. But these are really cute. And I saw them. They were smiley face house slippers. They've got a retro smiley face on them, but they're super comfortable. They have a hard sole on the bottom. So I feel like I can wear them if I'm going to go take our trash out or go outside to feed the dogs or whatever without getting, because I don't know if the pecan leaves with the sap really stick to... <laughs> Where you're living. <laughs> where I am right now. But anyway, if you're looking for some house shoes, they're $20. They're super cute. When I look down at the smiley faces, they make me smile. And so that's that feels like a win right now. They're so, so. cute. You know, Retha gave me some Valentine's because I, she had like a little Galentine's thing at her house one night. Yes. And uh -huh. she gave us all some slippers that had a heart on them. And they're the same style. And I they're with me right now in Portland, Maine. Yeah. I love them. I love yeah. the way they fit my foot. Uh -huh. I love how warm they are. But I love yeah. that they have that hard sole on the bottom yes so they just feel a little like you're not going to slip in them so no, that's no. always a pro 
Yeah, they're really good and they're just comfortable and they're cute. But I will say when you get them, they come, they're like shrink wrapped. Like, so they're like compressed. And so when I got them, I was like, this is concerning. But as soon as you cut that, they puff up and they become normal house shoes. It's like a mattress. It is like a mattress. Mm -hmm. So the second thing is, this is a new product for me. I have loved a lot of the Kenraw products. I love their thermal styling spray. But I got, after I had been at the AM Miami game, I was real sad for my hair in the frizz situation that I was managing there. Okay. And so I ordered this Kenraw Platinum Silkening Mist. It's a shine spray. And so here's what I will tell you about it. I would not spray it all over my hair, but what I have found really works is if I spray a little bit into my hands and just kind of run my fingers through my hair at the end of my hair process. And it just kind of seals it so that the humidity, it doesn't, um, it doesn't frizz. It's like kind of a weightless, like high shine, um, finishing spray. So I love that. You know, I'm, I'm so loyal to the Kenra hairspray. Yeah. That 25, whatever it's called. Oh yeah. It's the best. I love it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. this, and it was my mama's favorite line of hair products. Oh, okay. Well, Mm -hmm. this is really good. It doesn't weigh your hair down and it just kind of helps seal it from humidity, which feels like it's going on forever, but it also, it just, I don't know, it's a good lightweight mist. So, okay. Um, that's a new product for me that I really like. The, the third thing Gully told me about this and I'm the name it's Dr. James Danique is the Instagram name. We'll link it, but it's D Nicolatonio, I guess. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Yes. And so he is just a doctor that posts. Now, listen, he's trying to sell a lot of supplements and stuff too. And so you have to kind of weed through. I have not bought any of his supplements, mm-hmm. but I feel like he does really good, like fitness diet exercise every day, like just where, and he'll talk about like, what most people are deficient in, or he'll talk about, it's kind of motivating, like that dehydration can be the problem, like quit drinking plain water to hydrate. You need electrolytes, you know, that you have to exercise. Um, but he, it's just, it's good, but it's, it's reasonable. Is what okay. Um, okay. Oh, everything you need to know about salt. Yes. I'd like to know more. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's very informative. And I feel like he'll just be like, Hey, you need to start with like moving, for 10 minutes a day. You know what I mean? Like just, it's, it's a good, like kind of motivational, um, you know, that I have also gotten to where I don't really believe in Western medicine. I I feel like this, I know it's, it's been good, but he just, I just like the stuff that he says. Gully was like, everything he says is good. And I agree with that. So, okay. I can't wait to see Dr. James, Dr. James. So I like his stuff. The fourth thing, I ordered these for myself and I need winter to get here, but I've been turning the thermostat down because I love them so much and I want to wear them is the Stars Above Cozy Pajama Set. Uh, You had these on when we did our... Um, yes. This is what you were wearing the other night, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. I wore when we did our, our book club, our book club on mm-hmm. Patreon. And this is what I had on. I feel like I've worn them, like I've worn them, I've washed them so I can keep wearing them. They are the softest most cozy pajama set. Like Perry, even like a walk by and he's like, these are so soft. Like when he touches them, he's like these pajamas, they're so soft and they're so cozy, but they're also lightweight. They're not super heavy. Um, but to me, they look good on. So it, and what I mean by they look good on, like if I'm going to go spend the weekend at honey and bigs, they're pajamas that I can wear in front of people too. Right. Right. I'm saying, which is Mm -hmm. the key. 
Um, but they're just, man, they're good. And they only come in gray. I wish they came in other colors because I would order them in all the colors. If oh, did. I love these. Mm-hmm. I wish they came in other colors too. I look really bad in gray, but I'm, I'm willing to look bad, I think, for these. Yeah, it's worth it. I'm telling you, it's worth it. Like I really, I've kind of been waiting to see if they come out with another color, but I may order another pair just because I never want to not have them. They don't have them in the stores. I got them in a medium. They're $30 for the set, which I feel like is a great bargain. Yeah. I cannot recommend them enough. They would make great Christmas presents for people. They're just a great pajama. That's a, a, I've actually been thinking about Christmas a little bit. Just we're, we're like 90 days out. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Love those. Um, the fifth and final thing is something that maybe I've mentioned before, but I've just really embraced it this fall. And I've decided it's kind of like with the mascaras when you're like, this is one is the Maybelline color stay lip crayon. Yes. I have experimented with a lot of different lip sticks and lip glosses and lip things but I'm telling you that this super stay ink crayon now I'll put a gloss on top of it sometimes I'll even put a different lipstick on top of it but in terms of just a base lip product that I feel like stays on and gives you some color and just works all day I think it's the very best it's because it's a kind of a soft crayon-y kind of thing so you can really outline your lips with it you can fill in your lips with it it feels moisturizing it doesn't feel dry um I don't know. I just really like it. It comes in tons of colors. I feel like you have talked about that. Is it lead the way? Is that the way? Yes. I love, that one? Yes. I love lead the way. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. I love, um, what did I just get? I think I just got speak your mind. Speak your mind. I like trust your gut. Yes. Yes. It's just a good, and I've even used, like I got one of them. I wish I could remember. May, I think I got make it happen because it's like kind of a maroon for okay. when I wear maroon for football games and stuff and it goes on and it's super dramatic, but then you can kind of blot it and it softens it. So mm-hmm. it's almost like a lip stain and then just put like a lighter gloss on it. So it's not so intense. I just, I really like the way it feels. I mean, they're like $8. Yeah, that's the, the thing. Things. I mean, yeah. why not try it? It's less than $10. That's a, it. That's a fun thing to try. Yeah, they're one of the, to me, they're one of the best lip products out there because it's that good matte long wearing color without feeling like your lips are about to shrivel up and die off your face, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> which, which maybe sounds a little dramatic, but we certainly don't want that ever. So yes, <laughs> don't. So, I'm, I'm going to buy this trust your gut right now because okay. I feel like that's a good, I like in the, in the fall and winter, I like a, a, a pinkish brown, like a, a a pinkish taupey color. And so Uh I'm going to give this a try. Yeah. I really like it. I'm a big fan. So that's it. Those are my five favorites for the week. Well done. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Well, listen, we don't know what, what the results are going to be of of the state A&M gang this next weekend, but we'll have perspective one way or another. We'll see. We'll see. When we come back next week. I got real tickled. I didn't tell you this, but Gully was telling me this morning that one of Jackson's friends had offered him was like, Hey, my parents have tickets. If we want to go to Starkville for the game this weekend. And Jackson was like, I can't decide. He's like, I've got four tests the next week. I don't, and Gully said, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think you really want to drive all the way to Starkville for that game. Like, you know, just (laughs) listen, I did say that they're planning to do midnight yell on the, on the soccer fields at state. Uh Uh-huh. And so there was a call to go surround it with cowbells. Oh gosh. So, so I don't know. By the way, states 
women's soccer team is undefeated right now. I just need to say that because I think that's, that's pretty amazing. Awesome. Yeah. I but I thought, you know, it's one of those things where if you go, because it'll be packed, if you yeah. go and you win, if you're an Aggie, mm-hmm. well, then you feel like, I mean, you, you go home just just filled to the brim with optimism and you've conquered the cowbells, you know, because yeah, usually true. if you win, you shut them down. But man, if you lose, you go home with a headache. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. You go home, you're like, well, I'm a thousand dollars poorer. I'm a hundred percent more deaf than I was before the weekend started. And I have a 10 hour drive ahead of me. Yes. But- uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I mean, uh, that's where I am. Personally, I would not do it. But everybody to each their own is what I'm saying. But the Bulldogs and the Aggies always love to tailgate together. I feel like they're always, you know, every time state fans go to College Station or Aggies go to Startville, I feel like everybody comes away from that real complimentary about the other side. Yeah. Similar vibes. So, but I don't know if I'd drive that far for it, for sure. No, I I personally would not. I Mm -hmm. personally would not. But whatever. So. All right. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. All right. We'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. need parts o'reilly auto parts has parts need them fast we've got fast no matter what you need we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh 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 o'reilly auto parts